summary of the Sikha. The first two uh, sections of the Parshiki Savai, the first section begins with the mitzvah of Bikurim. The next section is, talks about the miser that one has to give, and that every three years you have to clear out any miser which you have not yet given away. And then you come to the Beis Hamikdash and you make your declaration, which is called Vidui Meiser, to declare that you've given all the Meisers and all the different gifts properly. And it ends with a, a request, a prayer for a blessing that Hashem should bless us with a, uh, as He swore to our forefathers, a land of milk and honey. The next parsha begins on this day. Hashem, Hashem commands you to do these laws and you shall guard them and do them with all your heart and with all your soul so Rashi says on the Pasuk on this day Hashem uh, you shall guard them and do them with all your heart and your soul and Rashi says what does it mean you shall do them you will keep them and do them that a heavenly voice comes out a Basco comes out and blesses him you brought Bikurim today do so again next year in other words Rashi is saying that when it says you shall guard them and do them it's not a command to us we should guard them and do them in the future it's a blessing to us that we will be blessed to be merit to be able to do them again next year the reason that Rashi says that over here it's a blessing rather than a command, where normally when it says the Shamarta Vasisu, it's always seen as a command. But over here it's not, because the, since the Pasuk is taught, these Sukkim are talking about after the conclusion of having brought the Bikurim, and after the conclusion of having brought the Maisris. And we say even, uh, I should say, after the conclusion of telling us to bring Bikurim, and after the conclusion of telling us to bring Maiser. It even says, uh, by the Pasuk, Rashi says, we have done everything that you have commanded us, so now bless us. Now, all of a sudden, and the Pasukim after this Pasuk also talk about the greatness of the Yidin Hashem. We have singled Hashem out as our God. He has singled us out as His nation. And it, 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 we will be placed above all the other nations. It's talking about the blessings and the specialness of the Yidin. So how does the, the Shamarta Sisa as a command, how does it fit into this whole context? We're finished with the commands. We even did the commands. Now we're talking about blessings and so on. So what is the Shamarta? Why suddenly a new command? Therefore Rashi says it's not a command, it's a blessing. The Baskal says you will do so, you will merit to do it again next year. However, we have to understand first of all, why does Rashi say that it pertains to Bikurim? He specifically names Bikurim. Why does he skip Maisris? What about Maiser, which is in the previous parsha? He jumps back to the 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 one the first parsha, which is two parshas away from here. Why does he ex- ignore Maiser and go only to Bikurim? And another question: Where did Rashi get the idea that there is a baskel that comes, a heavenly voice that says that you will repeat it again next year? Where did the baskel come from? Nowhere else do we find in the entire Torah that Rashi should say that a Yid is blessed that a Baskal blesses Hashem wherever Hashem promises us blessings in the Torah that's all it is Hashem promises us we're certain that we will receive it 
Why is there suddenly a baskel being spoken of over here? So to explain, the reason Rashi skips over Meiser and goes to Bikurim alone is because since Rashi accepts that the blessing is repeat again next year, so what would what would the meaning be if somebody came and Vidui Meiser is done only once in three years? in the fourth and in the seventh year of the seven-year cycle, of the Shemitah cycle, we declare the Vida Meiser is done once in three years, by then you have to have completed all of your Meisers for the whole three years, and you come and you make your declaration. So what is going to be the blessing that Hashem gives? Do it again in three years? In other words, saying that you shouldn't the best I can bless you is that you should come back in three years and have done your miser to delay it until three years what is the meaning of that blessing what kind of a blessing is it to a yid come back again in three years and hopefully you'll have done and you certainly will have done your miser by that wouldn't it be much more a greater blessing to say you should give your miser every year the way you're supposed to so therefore repeat again doesn't make sense when we're talking about something that should be done once in three years. Because a year has to give Meiser every, three, every year anyway. It's just that you make your declaration at the end of the three years. So therefore, saying repeat doesn't fall, fit well with the mitzvah of Vida Meiser. When it talks about Bikurim, come back again next year because every year you have to give Bikurim, that makes sense. So therefore Rashi says that it's talking about Bikurim alone. But the question still is, what about the previous parsha? Why would this pasa come after the interruption of the mitzvah of Meiser, and it would and it wouldn't talk about Meiser at all? It would just go back to the parsha two parshas ago about Bikurim alone. So therefore, Rashi says no. In the parsha of Meiser, concludes with the words Ered Zavas Cholavadvash, a land flowing with milk and honey. It's the blessing that we ask Hashem to look down from heaven and bless the, pe- the Jewish people and, and, and the land which you have given us a land flowing in milk and honey so the words land flowing of milk and honey don't seem to have any connection to the mitzvah of Meiser because Meiser doesn't apply to milk which comes from the goats there's no Meiser given of that and honey which is dates and dates are not chayab Meiser either from the Torah perspective so therefore they don't have any connection to uh, to milk and honey but Bikurim is given from dates and therefore the final word Udvash a land flowing of milk and honey which is written right before on this day which is the, when the blessing comes is connected to Bikurim the last word is more connected to Bikurim than it is to Meiser and therefore it does make sense that this blessing should be for Bikurim which Dvash is connected to Bikurim rather than to Meiser but there is still one issue about this about this idea of Bikurim and this coming as a response to Bikurim why is that? because it seems that the entire mitzvah of Bikurim is based on Midah Keneged Midah that we give and we get Hashem rewards us in accordance with what we do we respond to Hashem in accordance with what He does for us as for instance 
we give Bikurim because Hashem gave us a, a land flowing with milk and honey. In other words, that the dates are so juicy and so on that the, the honey flows from them. Therefore, the mitzvah of Bikurim is from the reishis, from the very first, from the very best. As they only sprout, we already designate which one should be the fruit in response to our joy that Hashem has given us such a good land. When a yid brings Bikurim, the Yipasik says in the beginning of this parsha that you shall declare and say that uh, we, we were enslaved in Mitzrayim and then Hashem took us out of there and brought us to a land flowing in Milkanani to a great land. In other words, He took us from one extreme to the other and therefore we are also willing to give the best that we have. He brought us to the best situation. We're going to give Him the best that we have. Hashem says, You have designated me. You have chosen me. You have singled me out as your only God. Therefore, I single you out as my only nation. Mida keneged mida. The Pasuk says, in regards to Bukurim, you shall take from the, uh, from the first fruits and you shall go to the place, Elamokim, that Hashem has chosen, meaning the Beis Migdash, which is in response to, you brought us to the place, to this place, that we refer to Hezrol as this place. Again, He gave us this place, we go to His place, Midikineged Midah. However, there's one thing which we don't seem to see a midikineged midah response. Part of the mitzvah of Bikurim is, you shall make a declaration, marta. you shall say, and it says a whole thing, you know, how we should thank Hashem for all that He's done for us. Where is the response to that declaration? And the declaration, in fact, says, Anisa, which is interpreted as meaning you have to say it loudly. You can't just mumble it under your breath. You have to say it loudly. So where is this declaration? Where, where does Hashem respond to the decla- that declaration? What does He do in response to that declaration? As a midah keneged midah. Therefore Rashi says, from the simple meaning even, it, it must be that Hashem also declares back to us. But of course Hashem doesn't speak to us directly because we requested that He shouldn't speak to us directly because a human being cannot tolerate Hashem's de- speaking to Him. It's only Moshe Rabbeinu and prophets that Hashem can speak directly to. So therefore, Rashi says, there is a baskel, which is not a direct speaking to the human beings, but it is a heavenly voice that comes out and gives us this blessing. That is the midah keneged midah for our declaration. The Rebbe goes on to explain from the Hasidic, from, uh, from an inner dimension, that the Indian of Bikurim, the idea of Bikurim is a reference to the essence of a Jewish soul which is rooted in the essence of Hashem. And that Rosh Hashanah, we always read Kisavai two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, or less than two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, that Rosh Hashanah is also a level of Kabbalah's oil, that a Yid is committed to Hashem from a bitl and a Kabbalah's oil, which comes from the essence of the Neshama. The entire prayer is based, says the Medrash Tanchuma, is a response to the mitzvah of Bikurim. Prayer corresponds to the mitzvah of Bikurim. Because just as mitzvah of Bikurim is the essence of the soul, of the, uh, the, the essence of the Jewish soul, as rooted in the essence of Hashem, so also prayer is the connection between a Jew as he is down here in a body, the neshama as it is down here in a body, and its source within the essence of Hashem. 
which is the reason why we have to daven before we learn, because in order for learning of Torah to be done properly, that it should be done with bitl and so on, it has to come from after having connected ourselves to our essence above. And when a yid connects their, the essence of their soul with the essence of, it, of the soul, so then Hashem gives us a a good and sweet year in all our spiritual matters and all our material matters for yourself and for your family and everything that you need in children, health and parnosa barachava.